Welcome to the Sabad Radio Show, shining a light on today's innovative leaders in business, technology, and government. Today's show is brought to you by Sabad Business Solutions, where our passion is in the process. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning. Welcome back to Savad Radio. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Ron Davis, the president of Savad Business Solutions. Good morning, Ron. How are you, sir? Todd, I'm doing great this morning. It's been a little while since we talked. I'm uh, looking forward to this morning's uh, little chat here. And uh, it's spring, but it doesn't feel like it here in Atlanta today. <laughs> yeah, it certainly does not. Uh, just moved into a new home and had to do some uh, work on the furnace to uh, get that humming, which you shouldn't have to do in late March, but you know, it is what it is. Hey, uh, Ron, it has been a while since you and I have uh, done a broadcast together, but uh, this morning we wanted to just do a little something different. You and I uh, have begun a an ongoing series about productivity tools, and, and this is a, an iteration off of that. Uh, but you, what you wanted to get into this morning uh, and riff on a bit was about analytics and business analytics. Uh, so what's on your mind? Well, you know, Todd, I want to talk to you about like how my day begins. You know, I, I get up and I get in front of, uh, when I get to the office and I get in front of my computer, I've got a dashboard waiting for me. And on that dashboard, it gives me some indicators. It gives me uh, my sales progress by sales forecast. It gives me all my upcoming customer renewals and what I need to be able to do those. All my, uh, all my AP, my accounts payable, my accounts receivable. It gives me my daily, weekly, and monthly schedule. Uh, where I have to be, when I have to be there. Um, it gives me all my reoccurring tasks. It gives me suggested tasks based on, based on my six-month, one-year, and three-year goals. It also gives me suggested new contacts to make based on uh, my marketing goals, my current, any current business news out there, geographic financial developments that are happening, um, yearly budget timing. Um, it also tracks a, a rolling three-month um, best travel deals for me. And so it does just about everything. And the reality is I don't have that. That's kind of a pipe dream for me. But that kind of spurs this whole conversation this morning as regards to what I call, well, what I, what I call, what the industry calls either analytics or business intelligence. This is something that, that I'm actually out there talking to customers about. But it's also something internally that I'm trying to develop more. And it really comes all because I have content overload. I've got too much content. And it, it just kind of, sometimes it just becomes noise. And so what I'm trying to do is be able to make the best decisions on the content that's out there. Yeah, there is an awful lot of noise out there. Every tool that I use, every social media platform, every CRM, every project management tool that I use, they, they all serve a purpose. They all help me in some way, but there's, like, I'm juggling a lot of balls and, 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 when, and they all have different kinds of analytics. They all have different ways to, to inform me of what I need to do and what I should have been doing and, and when I should do something next. It, it, it is, I, I feel like I'm more organized than I would be if I wasn't on these tools. But part of my problem is, is that I've got a lot of tools and it's hard to keep them all in my consciousness. I mean, is, is, is there a way to, to, to get a better handle on that? Uh, yes, exactly. And that, and that's really is the issue is that we, we have all this information coming in from all these different sources and so we're looking here, we're looking there, and it just is just confusion. It's just mass confusion. 
And so, you know, the, the big term if, if, or the term that you hear right now out in the marketplace is big data. And so these massive companies, the, the massive companies you can think out there, the Fortune 500, have analytics or, or business intelligent tools already in place. You know, they're, they're going to the IBMs and the, the Oracles and the SAPs to get these multi-million dollar implementations so that they can make decisions. You know, every time you go into Amazon and buy a book, you see there's recommendations in there about other books or to buy or other type products to buy. Well, that's all based on, that's all based on analytics. You know, they're taking massive amount of data in and, and making decisions based on what's important to them. So that's been around for a while and it's becoming bigger for, you know, for large companies. But what, what we're seeing now is that this business intelligence is now coming to, to smaller companies. Ron, you, I heard a really interesting story that yeah. I find, and I suspect you would find fascinating, but there's some folks in the market that would be spooked by it. But, but there is, and I forgive me, I will, I will attempt to dig up the story and include it in the show notes. Uh, I, I forget the name of the retailer off the top of my head. It might have been Target. But their business intelligence system is such that they can monitor what a customer is buying and they can, through their algorithms and, and intelligence process, they can, they can make a pretty accurate prediction whether a woman is pregnant based on some of the things that she's purchasing. <laughs> which which is which I think is wicked cool because then they can think of the marketing utility that it has in terms of some of the promotions the, the the precision targeted promotions they can then do that that that's big data that's that's this business intelligence that you're talking about what I uh, and the purpose here isn't to debate whether that's good or bad. Uh, what, what I think you and I ought to begin on this on this ongoing series is figure out how uh, an organization can can tap into that concept and and make better decisions, and more importantly, how an individual guys like you and I can can develop systems that can make us better business people, more efficient, more productive, and serve our clients better. Yeah, you're exactly right, and and so in. in- yeah, we won't debate the uh, the data and the and the big brother and everything else. But the the reality is is that there is a lot of data out there, and for us, it's about making better decisions on what we do, whether our company is a one person or or ten thousand person company. And so, what's happening is is these business intelligence tools are becoming much less expensive now, and they're becoming more sophisticated. The issue had always always been. With, with analytics is, is being able to bring all these different sources of data, just like you talked about for a minute ago, because you have all these sources you can look at. It's about bringing all these sources of data into one particular system and then be able to develop what's the important criteria for you and have that reported on. Have it reported on it, have alerts sent, sent out about it. And that's what, what we're seeing is that that's now becoming um, available to small business. Now, is it available to the one person? That's debatable. That's now, you know, and that's, that's kind of, you know, what, what we're all searching for is to find that where we can tie in all our data sources into one particular application and have that, you know, spit out the data that we want. I don't think it's necessarily there or not. If there's a, if there's a listener who, um, who has a recommendation that I'd be more than happy to hear it, but, for smaller business, there are some really good solutions out there that are available to give them that dashboard view and bring all this data in there. And I think that's important because we are overloaded with data and there's some really good data out there to help us make those decisions, but we just don't know what to do with it. Ron, one of my complaints about a tool like a CRM 
which I think is in the family of what you're talking about here. I mean, it's it's meant to be a, a sales management tool to and a customer relationship management tool, which thus CRM. My struggle with that, I mean, I get it. I understand why you use something like that. And the value of it is some CRMs are very complex and very complicated and become a chore. And, and a sales force, which is busy and has too much on his or her plate, uh, the, the, the process of, of keeping the tools updated and data in entry and the input of the information, which then results in a tool that really functions, becomes hard to do and hard to keep up with. And then you know as well as I do, if you let that slack and you don't keep the, the information updated into it in real time almost, then the thing is useless. I mean, how, how do, you, do you have any thoughts, any advice on how someone can better utilize a tool and not make it something that becomes work and a, and a chore because I because the, then the thing just becomes absolutely useless. Well, you're right, and and I've I've and we've talked about um, one particular CRM tool before I think on here that I'm not that fond of. You're right, you know that's that's the 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 old term is you you know the data coming the data coming out is only as good as the data coming in, and when the tool when the tool that you're using is relying on people to input the data on a regular basis, then the effectiveness goes down. What you have to do is find a tool that that is pulling data that's already available. That's not necessarily requiring, well, let me take a step back. You know, the CRM tools and, and being able to look at what's happening in the customer base from a salesperson point of view, there's really only a, one way to get that data in, and that salesperson has to put it, it in there. But from a from a top level view, and there's other, you know, I mentioned, you know, things like when I was talking about the, the dashboard from the beginning, you know, current business news, uh, geographic, you know, industry stuff that's going on. I mean, there are data there that is data that you can pull from outside sources, and you can bring that in into a system, and then based on the intelligence within that system, it can start, you know, giving you the indicators that you're looking for. So when, when I talk about business intelligence and we talk about CRM, I'm really trying to separate the two. And I'm talking about one that there is a one that, that says, OK, there's a there's a large amount of data that is available that I can suck into this thing. And then it's about a matter of how I'm outputting that's important to me. So that's one piece in regards to the CRM. That's that is something that's been. Ever since I've been in sales, I can go back way, way back when we were just doing all on paper. That's always been the issue is that salespeople believe that they're taking more of their time filling out, you know, forms or putting data in than are actually selling. And I don't necessarily know how we, we get around that. Um, you know, you still, if you can provide, I believe if you can provide more data to a salesperson about trends that are going on, then maybe it, that, that is, is helpful for them. But from a pure account standpoint, I think we're always going to have that issue. But then take the problem to the other extreme where there is all this data available that people aren't doing anything with. I, 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 an example that's related to this that, that just frustrates the living heck out of me is just let's just think about Google Analytics for a minute. That's a free service available to any organization on the planet it doesn't cost them a penny they just have to load it into their website and google provides amazing analytics about the performance of their website but they're not doing anything with it so it's the other problem it's almost the opposite of the problem we just talked about in that okay you've done all this work you have these tools installed 
that are providing amazing insights into into performance, but yet then you're not doing anything with it. Yeah. So, you know, before you start any analytics, it really, you know, it's just this this goes back to everything that uh, that we do as a company. You know, before you take that step forward for technology, you got to figure out why you want to use it and how you're going to use it. And, you know, how does it fit into your process? The same thing goes on, goes on with the data. You, you talked about, you know, Google Analytics, and you're right. There's a lot of information that's available out there. But people, don't, I, I think that a lot of times people don't take the, you know, take that first step of saying, what is it that I want to know? You know, what what is really important to me? And in looking at their overall business landscape and saying that these are the indicators that are really important, whether it's from a social media standpoint or, you know, if you're trying to do data mining, whatever they're trying to do, and, 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 and make those decisions first before they jump into, you know, what the what the uh, Google Analytics or anything else is going to do. Because, you know, you, you're right. You can, you can go in, you can see all these different, you know, Google Analytics, all these different... Um, areas within the, within that, and and you can just look at numbers and say, wow, this is kind of neat, but it's not making this connection of what's really important to you. So I think you got to take that step first before you actually start using this stuff. Well, Ron, that prompts me to say that we we maybe ought to do a whole episode around that that preparation process because I I think you hit on the on the head exactly what the problem is is that someone will, I don't think anybody's going to argue with you. Oh, sure, Google Analytics. <laughs> can be in fact a very helpful tool but when they don't know what they're really looking for it's useless same with the crm if you're not sure what your sales process is you don't understand how that flow is supposed to work well then the thing's useless so this prompts uh, you and i to have to maybe schedule and plan an episode where we talk in a little more in depth about that process before you launch into the tool so you know exactly what it is that you're looking for i mean you, you always say you've hammered into my head for over for the years now you know, the whole purpose here is to be able to make faster, better decisions. And and, and if, but if you don't know what you're trying to accomplish, well, then you that's irrelevant to you. Absolutely, yeah. You know, you're you're right. I mean, you have prompted. I mean, this is for all for all technology is. You know, people you know want to use technology because it's cool and hey, technology is going to help. But if you don't take the time beforehand and decide on what it actually, what you actually wanted to do for you and understand what the limitations of technology are, because it's really not going to replace you. You, you know, what you said about and what, what I've said to you before about making better decisions. That's what you want technology to do. You either want it to help you make better decisions to help you save you, save you time or help protect you. It's really one of those three things. In the, but the thing is, before you take that first step, you really do have to kind of think that out. So I, I definitely believe that is a, a, definite, uh, a, a definite new bo- a podcast we can, uh, we can go and discuss and kind of go through the steps of, of what do you do before you actually even pick technology. Well, cool. I was going to wrap this episode by uh, discussing some of the tools that we were going to go over in future episodes, but I think we have changed our plans. And I think uh, our next conversation, uh, which will come pretty soon, uh, ought to be around uh, some of that planning and preparation before you really get into it. I think that would be a great idea. Sounds great to me. All right. Well, Ron, thank you for making uh, some time to join me. And, and I think uh, we uh, stumbled upon a good direction on where we can go with our productivity series. Uh, so on behalf of my colleague, Ron Davis, I'm Todd Schnick. We'll see you next time on Savad Radio. Mm-hmm.